Welcome to The Hero's Journey, a podcast for and about social impact entrepreneurs on a mission to change the world. My name is Avni Levy, and I am a web designer here in Silicon Valley. So the questions in this podcast are based on The Hero's Journey, which is a story structure popularized by writer Joseph Campbell. But even if you've never heard of it before, I'm sure you're familiar with this universal narrative. It's really a transformative journey where you have a call to a mission or a quest and you decide to go all in and you cross the threshold, as Campbell calls it, into this extraordinary new world. You have some people who are there to help you, your guides, but you also encounter some challenges and things that are gonna thwart you from your mission until ultimately you return home transformed in some way. So it's with this framework in mind that I look at entrepreneurship in this podcast. Today, I'm joined by Daniel Garcia, the founder, or cultivator as he calls it, of Content Magazine, which features the creative and innovative culture in Silicon Valley. Daniel is a powerhouse connector, and he's met with tons of creatives in the South Bay area. Um, He's also been a photographer himself for decades. And in this podcast, we go deep. We hear about his photography journey, his spiritual journey, and how he was able to forge his own path. I mean, I think originally when I started out doing photography and I was just kind of doing it, it was really kind of almost from, I don't want to say a selfish point of view, but it was very much like, what can I do for a career? What can I do? And I hadn't really thought in terms of what it means to help people, even though I think doing anything, you're providing a service, but mm-hmm. I was young and I really wasn't even thinking anything other than trying to get rich and famous. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through a lot of life circumstances, I think on that path to want to be rich and famous and working really hard um i really started to kind of have this kind of like thing of like who am i you know who am i really and that's when i had this kind of through some bizarre circumstances um became a christian which is nothing that i would ever (laughs) expect to happen to me um and then through that um i really had to think of like kind of like put down i had created my identity in being a photographer and through kind of just seeking kind of like my spirituality, I had to like think like, you no, know, who am I really apart from anything that I do, but who am I inside of who I am? And that really just kind of brought me to, you know, definitely the teachings of Jesus when he talks about like love God and love your neighbor and all of the commandments, you know, hinge on these. That really made me think of like, okay, what does it mean to love people and to love your neighbor? And I just kind of like through this, you know, just meditation and prayer and reading and connecting with people that it was really about serving. Like if you love people, you'll serve them, you'll help them. That's like the Mm -hmm. highest goal. And so that's when I saw like, well, now I can, I think I can use my photography to serve people. And that kind of then became my mission. And I think the adventure began of like, okay, you know, not that I'm a great photographer, but I have a little bit of this skill and a little bit of practice at that. How do I use this to serve others. And I think that was the beginning of the adventure of like starting the magazine. Wow. I love that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I can totally relate to, to a lot of that too, with the soul searching. And I think a lot of creatives go through that. And um, you meet so many creative people. Is that kind of a common theme that you come across this realization that you're meant for more than just what you do? Yeah. You know, that's the thing is I really believe you know, I always kind of say like every night when someone, when everybody puts their head down on the pillow, they, they really start to think about the deeper questions of life. You know, um, you can keep yourself busy. You can focus stuff, but there's always these quiet moments where you have to deal with, 
you know, what is humanity? What, you know, what happens when you die? What is, what's the reason that you're here? And I think the thing that what draws me to want to feature and focus on artists is, is that I think for whatever reason, they're, they're a more curious, like I think creatives are just curious people, you know? And I think that causes them to want to express themselves and to talk about deeper things and philosophy and social movements because there's a curiosity within them for whatever reason people have this, you know, some people have it more than others and they're, they're investigating, you know, and, um, and there's some angst to it too. I think that the thing is that for a lot of our human experience, like we don't know, you know, why we're here and that causes frustration, you know, and people maybe not even subconsciously or consciously realize it, but that causes them to do different things. You know, either, either it's like to go out to a club and get mm-hmm. wasted or whatever, because you're trying to find happiness. You're trying to find mm-hmm. peace. You're trying to find joy. And so I, I, I love artists because they're willing to look at these questions and discuss them and willing to look within themselves to say like, you know, why am I doing this? Why, you know, um, do I need to create? Do I need to express? What is this angst that I'm having, this discomfort that I have? What is this peace that I'm having? And how do I share that with others and talk about it? So I think that's, I don't know if that answered the question. Yeah, but. no, absolutely. And <laughs> actually, the next question is about sort of this refusal of the call that people go through, which is the internal resistance. Yeah. Um, so when you decided to use your photography to serve the community, what came up for you that might've stopped you, but that eventually you sort of pushed through. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think first I had to be convinced to do it because I really felt like, um, you know, God was telling me like to put down your photography. You've made your, your identity based on being a photographer. So first was putting it down. And then I had, I finally kind of like decided to shoot some pictures of some, uh, actually a family within the church and their grandmother was dying of cancer and they wanted to get mm-hmm. the, all the family together. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll do this. I don't really do this, but you know, I'll do it. And I had this one moment where she just kind of like looked up and I took this photo and I was like, oh my gosh, like I, so this moment happened and I captured her and she ended up passing away like two days later. And that photo meant so much to the family. So it kind of, at that point was like, wait a second, this is really, I kind of like bulb went off my head was like, wait a minute, this is something that can really help people. So then I felt like I was kind of like, it was almost for me, you know, I, the way that I would talk about it is I feel like God was telling me, is like, okay, you've determined or you've kind of figured out who you are apart from other people's approval, apart from your own past and family issues <laughs> and all those kind of things and, and what you're doing. Now go out and do this and serve with not having to get back. And so that would be, I think, like the that started. Then as far as like the the hindrances, I think, you know, I think anytime you're doing anything that's creative, there's a part of you that you're putting yourself out there. I mean, it's your work, right? So there's all kinds of insecurities and those kind of things. Like I'm not good enough. I don't know what I'm doing, you know? And then I think a lot of people too, like for me, like what I, the standard that I hold my photography to is the greats, right? And Mm -hmm. so it's never quite that. And so that, you know, it's always that kind of thing was like going, wait a second, like I'm not them. I, I am me and I just need to do this to the best of my ability and not worry about the rest of it. 
So I think, I don't know, I think that some of those, I guess the hindrance is where you're talking more of the hindrances, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's kind of the more of the self-doubt. And I would say too, like, yeah, it's, yeah, I'd say like the self-doubt and insecurities are the biggest, biggest yeah. blocks. And in terms of content as a business, um, what has guided you on, on that journey or what, and it's been through some changes, right? So you started yeah. the magazine and then SV Creates came in. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I started the magazine and it was pretty much a side project. I mean, I was still like working at a church and I was doing, started to do a little bit more photography and it was more of kind of like a side project. So it wasn't really mm-hmm. focused on making money. Okay. Um, we were just always like, let's just cover the expenses and we'll be cool. So um, then I decided to not work at the church and just to kind of like do the magazine more. And so then I was doing a lot of different things and to try to keep the magazine going. Um, What kind of stuff were you doing? Well, I was doing photography. And then because people were asking for um, my connection with different creatives, then I was doing artist representation. And then people, um, they liked the layout of the magazine. So they started asking me to do kind of branding and marketing. So I had different teams that were doing that. So I was doing my own photography, doing the magazine, doing you were kind of doing everything. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And I was like about ready to die. And that was about the point where I was even like, I remember there's this one particular issue where my graphic designers, everybody kind of just like got busy and was gone. And I was putting it all together. And I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. I'm, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. And so I actually met with uh, the Metro magazine or talked to Dan Polcrano and said, hey, maybe we could merge. And then at that same time, I had met with Connie Martinez of SV Creates and said, hey, I need to get money to continue this project. Can we do some kind of like ad buy with the different artists you represent? And then she was like, let's go even further. Why don't we, why don't you come on our staff? Why don't we merge? Mm-hmm. And then you can be the the voice of the creatives that we're supporting and it'd be a great marriage. And I was like, let's do it, you know? So that was a lot of freedom for me personally. Um, Of course, as far as publications and print publications, um, you know, the profit margins of a small local arts magazine, um, there is no profit. (laughs) I mean, it would, you know, what you need for the eyeballs and the ROI and all that kind of stuff and what it costs to print and ship. um, It's ridiculous. So, as far as a business profitable um, endeavor, it's really not there, but we have funders and sponsors and the SV creates umbrella that helps, helps us be able to tell the story of the creatives. Let's see. Let's talk about the abyss a little bit. So okay, <laughs> was there a moment in your journey with content that you thought about giving up? I mean, it sounds like there was that moment where you felt overwhelmed. Um, was that kind of the abyss for you? Yeah. You know, I think in, yeah, definitely. That one issue I was, you know, I remember it was just like four o'clock in the morning. I was trying to get everything laid out and I hadn't really done a lot of it because I had other designers help me up to that point. So I was trying to figure it out. And I was just like, this is killing me. I just can't do this. Um, so it was very much, but, you know, also do I have the personality type that's probably, um, I don't know, it's not manic or anything like they're bipolar, but probably close. Um <laughs> You know, so oh, every issue is kind of like that thing. It's like, why am I doing this? I'm going to do this again. Well, this is crazy, you know. But then I play a scenario in my head of like, okay, I'm going to walk away from this. I'm going to do something different. Because then if I just don't do this, I can get a job. And then I could take pictures of people and I could tell their stories. Um, 
you know, and then I'm like, wait a second, I'm coming right back to where I am right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's kind of, you know, there's a daily, you know, there's, there's a daily abyss. There's a weekly, a monthly of mm -hmm. like, you question like, why am I doing this? Is it really making a difference? Um, I feel like I'm working way too hard. I feel like I'm taxing too many people. You know, you have all those kind of things. Right. And so um, for me, I just do the exercise of like, well, what if I was to stop? And I end up kind of trying to do the same thing. So I'm like, well, obviously this is what I love or I'm called to do. You know? right. Yeah, no, I, I hear you on that one. Just those moments of uh, looking at the job boards and realizing, you know, it yeah. is the same thing. It's just for somebody else. So yeah. <laughs> might as well just do it on your own, right? Yeah. Um, so this, the next thing is on transformation. And I think as mission-driven entrepreneurs, we, we think about how we're transforming the people around us a lot or the community. But how have you found yourself transformed by the work you're doing? Yeah. Um, I think the thing is, you know, for me, I mean, like the, the whole thing that I would say is, you know, everything is about people. Like the whole world, I believe, is really about people and individuals. And I always use the example, like, you know, you see a chair moved somebody moved the chair, but somebody designed the chair. Somebody thought of the chair, somebody, you know what I mean? Somebody mm -hmm. manufactured the chair. So it's really like people are so much about it. And so for me, I feel, I feel like I've have such a great, um, existence because I get to interact. I have the opportunity to interact with so many wonderful, great people in all different walks of life, viewpoints, everything. And, um, but that, I mean, I, that, at the end of the day, that's all that really counts. You know, it's not about the money. It's not about, you know, whatever material things or whatever. It's just like the people. So for me, I love that I can help people get visibility. I love what they're doing and I admire it. And so for me, the transformation, I think it's just increased my, more of my love for humanity, mm -hmm. I think. And, um, I think that's thing and not even like, yeah, real, like care for humanity. Like, Oh, like these people are great. I want the best for them. So mm -hmm. that's really kind of where I've kind of transformed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's refreshing to hear in times like these, especially where it just, you know, you turn on the news and it just seems like everything is getting worse and people are getting worse. You know, if you yeah. were to only consume that sort of content. There's parts of what's going on in our culture right now, um, especially as being a Christian and seeing some of my fellow brothers and sisters, the political stances that they're trying to make, um, mm -hmm. even though I love them and there's many ways that I'm, I, well, I'm, I'm with them. But so much of the the rhetoric and the anger, mm -hmm. that really like saddens me. And I think that's the thing that's kind of interesting is that to because you love someone, you don't have, always have to agree with them. And that even makes you more kind of sad. I mean, like, mm -hmm. I would say that, like, I forget, someone had this one song one time and it said, like, oh, and she could laugh and cry in a single sound. And I feel like that's the way. Once you really start to love people, you have such joy in them, but they also give you such sorrow. Learn more about Daniel and the magazine at content-magazine.com or follow them on Instagram at contentmag.com.